0: It is Thursday. That means we're going to be doing our NFL picks here on the podcast. My name is Max. This is Max Sports. Our episode's going to be starting off right now. Let's get it going. I need to say thank you to a few people before we get this episode started. To begin, I want to say thank you to a lot of listeners out there. So for those who do not know, Spotify, which this podcast is the most available on out of all the other podcasting services. This one, um, it gives you insight on what you listen to throughout the season. It kind of does this wrapped up presentation of all your favorite songs that you listen to, how many hours you listen to, and tells you kind of your favorite song genres throughout the season. And it makes a little playlist for you. But it also does a small section on podcasts. And um, I got my Spotify wrapped for my podcast account, and it actually tells me, how many people listen to me, um, my most played episode, my most um, listened to episodes. So it's really interesting to see that happen. And I actually saw one stat that that it told me. And it was that uh, 60% of all of the listeners that have listened to my show, listen to mine as their priority, like their main source of podcasts, like I was their number one podcast on their list. That is so cool. I just want to say thank you to everybody that, that has taken time out of their day to listen to uh, my content, and I really do appreciate it. I'm, I'm doing this for fun, and um, I just think I could grow this into something more than that someday, but I, I just really do appreciate those who support it. I don't know why I've always been one of those people that gets in their own way of doing stuff, and I finally made the jump to do this this year, and uh, I haven't regretted it for a second. So let's get our episode started off today. You know what we do on Thursdays. It is always the picks. Now, I don't want to brag, but I will. Um, I do I have done really good the last few weeks when it comes to the pickums, especially in the NFL. I only had five of them wrong this past week, which means I believe I got ten right. Blanking on if some people were on bye week or not. But bottom line, the last couple of weeks has now slid me all the way up to first place on my Max Sports um, Pick'em League. And I have a three-game lead, which is very impressive. You can still play along if you would like. You do not have to, but it is free to play. Um, it will probably take a while for you to catch up, but you can if you wanted to. So um, just join it. It's Max Sports. It's on the ESPN Fantasy app. Let's go through my picks, though, for this week. And I'm going to start it off with Thursday Night Football. Now, breaking this game down, uh, the Seahawks and the Cowboys. Uh, The Cowboys are hosting this one, and it is a primetime game. I think that the Cowboys are going to be winning this one. Now, I want to talk about the importance, though, of this game. We have seen the last couple weeks the Seattle Seahawks falling completely out of the playoff race at times. They have slid down all the way to the number six seed. Now, that's not too bad. They're in decent uh, shape. It looks like it on paper, but when you realize that they have lost three of their last four games, their only win is to a commander's team by a field goal. This team is not looking impressive. They have a lot of work to do if they are actually going to make the postseason this year, their next three game stretch are the Cowboys, the 49ers again on the road and the Eagles. If they don't win any of those games, that means they will be on a five game losing streak and they will be six and eight with only three games to go. Now, technically, could they make the postseason at nine and eight if they won out? Yes. But you got to admit, and I think a lot of people would last year, they were kind of a fun surprise team when they got to like, what was it like nine, seven and one or it was nine and eight and they snuck in the playoffs. But you would have expected the fact that they had multiple first round picks that uh, you know geno smith was getting a second year under center They you would have thought that they may have been more ready for this season or they would have been maybe exceeding expectations but it kind of seems like this is the same seattle team from last year getting off to a hot start getting some impressive wins over the lions over the browns and then they're kind of stumbling down the stretch they did it last year It didn't hurt them because they had some tiebreakers to get into the postseason. This year, though, all those tiebreakers are going against them. They got swept by the Rams, another team that's fighting for a wildcard spot. So if they have identical records, yep, Seattle's out, Rams are in. Same thing goes with the 49ers, if that ends up being the case. They're not going to win the division at all because they've already lost one game to San Francisco. If they lose again to them in a couple weeks, that would all but bury their hopes at having any chance whatsoever at the division title. Remember, this was the team that actually led the division uh, for for one week, and then they lost to the Ravens 37-3. So this team has a lot of work to do. I, I would like to see them win this game because I think they need to. However, Dallas has been a much, much improved team this season. They are going to be playing at home. Now, this is a fun one. Dallas actually has yet to beat a team with a winning record this year. Yeah. Bet you wouldn't believe that. Nope, they haven't beaten a single team with a winning record this year. Their best win is probably the Rams or the Chargers. Um, the Rams they beat pretty handily, but they aren't beating the winning team. So they 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 blow out a lot of bad opponents. Patriots beat them by 35. Giants, they beat them by 40. Jets, they beat them by 20. But they haven't beaten a single team with a winning record. So this could prove narratives wrong on both sides. For Seattle, if they win, they show, hey, no, we can beat uh, the, the elite teams and we can stay in the postseason hunt. And that win could really help Seattle out because it bumps them down. Now, now they're only a game behind the Cowboys for the five seed. So this is crucial for Seattle. For Dallas, it gets the narrative off their back that they can't beat a good team. So. On both sides, I think that this is a solid game. I Hopefully, it's going to be a good one. I feel like these primetime games always suck. But I would like to pick the Cowboys. I think it's a safe pick tonight. Moving on to our next game, Indianapolis Colts versus the Tennessee Titans. The Colts have been a shocker so far on the season. They actually have a winning record at 6-5. and five. Yeah. Gardner Minshew has been a solid backup quarterback for them, um, especially with Anthony Richardson being out. The Tennessee Titans, they're kind of a team that's just in the middle. They, they don't have a losing record enough where you'd want them to maybe tank for a top pick in the draft. Plus, they have all the veterans, Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, DeAndre Hopkins, Jeffrey Simmons. They have all these core pieces that they probably still believe that they're in the playoff on somehow. I don't believe that's going to be the case, but technically... If they knock out a team like Indianapolis, it puts them right on the door of a postseason hunt if they keep the hot streak going. I don't think that is going to be the case, though. I'm going to take Indianapolis to win this one on the road versus Tennessee. Moving on to our next game, a game that I really don't want to pick at all. It's the Los Angeles Chargers versus the New England Patriots. This is going to be a clunker. On one side, you got a team that is underperforming with all of the talent in the world. That would be the Chargers. They're coming into New England, a team that is, whew. I mean, I, I, I don't even know how to describe it. They're, they're just terrible. They are a terrible football team. And I don't usually like just trashing a team and just saying, they're bad, without any explanation. But man, if you've watched a game, you know this is a bad team. They haven't met any expectations at all this season. And I thought at worst the Patriots would be like four and seven. They're two and nine. They're the worst team in the AFC. I think the Chargers get it done because I think that Justin Herbert will be the difference in this game. But again, uh, I think that they could linger around because the uh, Patriots' offense is miserable. And Mac Jones looks miserable within the Patriots offense, but the Chargers do have a very weak defense. And if the the defensive unit doesn't show up, don't be surprised if this is a closer game than Chargers fans may feel comfortable with. Moving on to the next one, you got the Detroit Lions playing against the New Orleans Saints. As a Lions fan, there are a lot of Lions people that are hitting, again, the fraud alert button. They did not look good in their last two outings. Once against the Bears at home. The second one was against the Packers at home. They lose that second one. They've had like eight turnovers in the last two games. It has been ugly. Now, I will say this for Detroit. I think that they have a lot to improve, and I think the turnover margin may be the only reason that they have lost games. If they don't turn the ball over as bad as they have, I think they cruise past Green Bay but they allowed them to get I believe 14 points off of turnovers and that's a that you're you're never going to be able to recover from that. So, they're coming in and playing a New Orleans Saints team. And I think the key thing to determine on who I think is going to win this one becomes down to two aspects. One, the Saints have one of the worst run defenses in all of football while the Lions have one of the best run offenses in all of football. I think that this could determine the game because I think setting up Jared Goff for short yardage, easy situations, or being able to open up the play action, the thing that has been working for them all season long, That could become the difference in them beating the Saints. I also think one key stat that could determine how this game goes is the Lions have one of the worst red zone defenses. It may be one of the worst in the league. They are allowing teams to score on about 60-something percent of drives in the red zone. Not very good. The Saints, however, have, I believe, the 29th-ranked red zone offense. They settled for, like, five field goals against the Falcons last week. They were not able to punch it into the end zone. So that could be a huge thing as well. A struggling Lions defense, will they be able to get stops against a team that has had a hard time putting points on the board? As a fan, I'm hoping so, and I am going to be picking the Lions to win this one on the road. Moving on to the next game, we have the Atlanta Falcons and the New York Jets. I'm going to pick the Falcons in this one. Yes, Aaron Rodgers may be coming back soon. He's going to be ready to start practicing, but that day is not going to be today. I think the Falcons win this one, despite the quarterback play in this game potentially being terrible. Tim Boyle versus Desmond Ritter. Yikes. I will say I like the defense of the Jets more, but I think the pieces, uh, Kyle Pitts, we got to talk about Bijan Robinson, Drake London. I just think that the weapons... We'll do more, and I hate to say it, but I will take Desmond Ritter over Tim Boyle. God, that is just not a quarterback matchup I don't think anybody wants to see. Moving on to our next game, we have the Arizona Cardinals and the Pittsburgh Stellars. I'm picking the Steelers in this one. Uh, they are 93% picked on this pick'em sheet, and I think it's a safe one. Uh, they've looked much better on offense since firing Matt Canada, despite not being able to put up as many points. The offense is going to outgain the Cardinals in this one, I believe. Uh, Deontay Johnson, he needs to turn his ish around because uh, if you saw that play against the Bengals last week where he didn't even try and the ball was fumbled right next to him and he just looked at it and walked off the field, yeah, that isn't going to fly in the NFL, bud. But at the end of the day, I while I do like Kyler Murray more at quarterback than Kenny Pickett, I just think the defense of the Steelers is going to make it really hard for, uh, for Kyler Murray and that Cardinals offense. Moving on to our next game, we got the Miami dolphins and the Washington commanders, the Cowboys of the AFC, the Miami dolphins. That's actually kind of a fun comparison. High explosive offense. Haven't beat many good teams. And, uh, usually lose when they play better competition. That's honestly a fun competition or comparison right there the the Cowboys of the AFC. But they have a high-flying offense that I think is going to unload on one of the worst passing defenses in all of football. Emmanuel Forbes, a rookie corner for the Commanders has struggled a lot at times this year. And I think Tyreek Hill is going to burn him for like 120 yards. Speaking of that, Tyree Kill is on pace to beat Calvin Johnson's single-season passing yards record, and I believe, because some people are going to say, well, Calvin did it in 16 games. I believe that he is set to beat it before that. So keep an eye on that. That'll be a fun thing to watch. Moving on to our next game, we got the Broncos and the Texans, two fun AFC teams, both fighting for a playoff spot. I believe both of them are on the outside looking in right now, so while people might not realize it, but this could be an elimination game today. Yes, this could be a game where the winner of this one has a chance to make the wild card and the loser mathematically has a much harder path to find a wild card spot. I don't think either of these teams are going to be winning the the division as they are multiple games behind now, and they both have a loss to their division rivals, but I do think that they still have a chance at the wild card. It is at home for Houston, and you know me. I have been a Houston Texans fan all season long. They are a hard team to not want to see win. I, I also will say I love the red helmets. I don't know if they're switching to those full time, but I do like the red helmets on the Houston Texans. Um, CJ Stroud, woo. I mean, I think I was wrong, but I think a lot of people were wrong about him. I thought Bryce Young was easily the quarterback one of this draft class. I even was thinking, like, taking Anthony Richardson over this kid. No, 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 no. It's C.J. Stroud. He is so damn good. Um, Again, you could argue it. Look at the stats. It's either him or Dan Marito for the best rookie season of all time so far. If they can get to the playoffs, you might have to say that it was C.J. Stroud. Who knows? As for Denver, they have a five-game winning streak, and it hasn't been pretty. But somehow, they they are here at six and five. Uh, Russell Wilson hasn't been great at times, but he's been a good enough of a veteran presence. And the defense has made um, forced mistakes from the other team in order to set up the offense in good places. While he doesn't always, you know, thrill you with the stat lines, uh, Russell Wilson has made some amazing throws throughout this winning streak. That they wouldn't win games if he didn't throw that ball. So I think I'm going to pick the Denver Broncos in this one. They are a little more experienced. Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, they've been in the league a little bit longer than D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud, but I think this might be one of my favorite games. If I have it on my TV, I'd probably want to watch it this week. Moving on to the next game, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Carolina Panthers. I think this is a safe call. I think Tampa at home is going to beat Carolina. They have been struggling a lot. They have been free-falling. Technically they are still in the playoff hunt at four and seven because their division is a tank division. Uh, I mean the winner of it right now, or the leader of it is at five and six with Atlanta. So technically they are one game behind if they win and Atlanta loses and the saints lose, it's a three-way tie. So I think Tampa gets it done here against Carolina. I don't know when Carolina is going to find their second win of the year, but it's not looking good. They just fired their head coach. The only thing I will say, and this is literally just blind hope, sometimes when a head coach gets fired in the NFL, the team shows up really hard the next week and wins. So just just take that, remember that, and then when it happens and I'm wrong, then you can call me out on it next week. Moving on to the next game, we got the Cleveland Browns and the Los Angeles Rams. I think this is going to be a fun game. I like both of these teams, both of them fighting for wild card spots. This could be another one that, you know, if you're a big fan of football, if you get this game, it's going to be an afternoon game, so you might have this on your TV. I really think this is going to be one of the better games of the week. It might be a lower scoring game, but I do like the Rams to win this one. I think the return of Kyron Williams really fixes this offense. It's it's weird just we just haven't seen this offense at full strength the majority of the year. Puka you know, shows up amazing at first and Kyron Williams comes out of nowhere, but then you have, um, Cooper cup out. Then Cooper cup comes back, but Stafford gets hurt. And then Kyron Williams gets hurt. And now they're all back. All of them are back. It'll be fun to see what this team does with all of their offensive strength together. And I think Aaron Donald's going to put pressure on whatever quarterback is back there for Cleveland. By the way, I know there are Cleveland fans that listen to my show What quarterback do you want as of right now? Do you want DTR? Do you want Dorian Thompson Robinson? Or are you more on the Joe Flacco wave? I know that I've been hearing um, some headlines about how Flacco is QB2, but may get the start against the Rams. I'd love to know what you think in my comment section on Facebook. Moving on to our next game, Eagles and the 49ers. You know, I want to pick against the Eagles because I just have some blind faith that somehow my Lions are going to sneak into the one seed. And No, it's not going to happen. I'm picking the Eagles. I think that's a fair pick. They, it's at home. They're going to tush push their way to victory. A lot of people. And I think the Eagles are going to have some uh, frustrations with San Fran. Why is that? Well, remember last year, uh, San Francisco and Philly were meeting in the NFC Championship game, and Brock Purdy gets hurt like – two plays into it, and it really is a one-sided game there. And a lot of people on San Fran's side were saying, hey, Purdy doesn't get hurt. We got a real game on our hands. You better watch out next year. Well, that time's come, and uh, I think the Eagles are going to be ready for it. So we'll see. I'm picking Philly to win this one to get to 11-1. and one. Moving on to our next game. This is going to be Sunday night football. Packers hosting the Chiefs. This could be a good one. The Packers are getting hot at the right time. Jordan Love had a great performance on Thanksgiving against the Lions. If you did not see that game, there's one throw I want you to see. It was Jordan Love's first passing touchdown to Jaden Reed. Look it up in the uh, on the Thanksgiving Day game or just watch it on YouTube. That was one of the tightest windows I think I've ever seen a quarterback throw to. Very impressive by Jordan Love. I hate to say it too, but uh, apparently statistically, not only in Aaron Rodgers' first year as the starter did the Packers have the same record uh, when he was a starter as Jordan Love, but they also had like the same amount of passing touchdowns and passing yards. So that means two things. One, as a Lions fan, I'm not going to be happy for another decade and a half. That also means in like 16 years, the Jets will then take Jordan Love to be their quarterback. Um, I'm going to take the Chiefs to win this one. I think that Kansas City is playing much improved. I think their offense does need to show up for both halves. They did last week. It needs to happen again if they are going to beat Green Bay, a team that's trying to get momentum and get back into the playoff hunt. And then finally, we got the Jaguars and the Bengals for Monday Night Football. This would have been an amazing matchup if Joe Burrow was healthy. It would have been a rematch, actually, of a college football playoff game back when Joe Burrow led LSU to the national title game. But he is out because of that. I'm going to take Jacksonville to win. I don't think Jake Browning will do enough to win this game and and knock off Jacksonville on the road. Plus, I'll tell you this: the Jacksonville Jaguars never get primetime games. They never get primetime games. They get the London games, but they never get to be on Monday Night Football, Sunday Night Football. They never. One of the I think they actually have been. Uh, they made the fewest appearances out of all NFL teams, so. You best believe that Jacksonville fans are going to be going nuts for this moment to be on primetime TV. When it comes to this game, I just put 42 points as the tiebreaker. I don't even know how that's even going to math up, but I just think that the Jags are going to win that game. So that's what we got for the picks today. Cowboys, Colts, Chargers, Lions, Falcons, Steelers, Dolphins, Broncos, Bucks, Rams, Eagles, Chiefs, and Jaguars. Those are the picks. Tomorrow is going to be our college segment where I pick all of the uh, conference championship games. So keep an eye on it out for that. Um, Other than that, that's going to be the end of our episode again. Once again, thank you to all of those who have been listening to the show throughout this year. I know that there is so much more we can be doing with it, and I can't wait to see what it becomes. My name is Max. This has been Max Sports. I will see you all tomorrow. Adios.